You're listening to the Empowering Lives Podcast, brought to you by the Department of Psychology at Help University, the University of Achievers. We'll be bringing you conversations with renowned psychologists and other health professionals that discuss a wide range of topics on mental health, psychology, and well-being. The Empowering Lives Podcast comes to you from the biggest psychology department in the whole of Malaysia. As we talk about the issues that matter to you most, stay tuned to this global podcast as we empower you to take away valuable insights and lessons that can improve your emotional health and well-being today. Hi, everybody. I hope this uh, podcast finds you well. This is the second of the series of podcasts that the Department of Psychology at Health University is putting out. Uh, in response to the recent COVID-19 outbreak. I hope this podcast finds you well and truly safe. You and your family, your friends are well and truly safe at home, maintaining that social distancing as we you know, really come together to get past uh, this once in a lifetime, hopefully once in a lifetime pandemic. So uh, as the second episode for our series of podcasts, we have Ms. Lavanya Salvaratnam joining us here today. And what Lavanya will be doing is telling us a little bit about health and hygiene during this time of the outbreak. Lavanya Salvaranam teaches biopsychology at the Department of Psychology here at Help University. She also has worked with underprivileged youth around the country. And she's also, for the interest of those of you into dance therapy, a uh, consultant and also a practitioner herself, uh, especially with a focus on traditional Indian dance. Lavanya, welcome to uh, today's interview. Thank you, Eugene. Thank you for having me on. Thanks a oh, lot. Thank you. A pleasure is all, all ours. Uh, so thank you for uh, giving us your time in sharing with us some of the tips uh, that you may have um, based on psychological research, maybe based on what good practice is uh, during this outbreak period. Maybe we'll start off with uh, just the simple do's and don'ts of personal hygiene during this time. Any suggestions and tips to share? Yeah, of course. I mean, everything, everybody knows it's uh, out there that what are the do's and don'ts. But I think some, uh, at this point, we do not take it that seriously. Uh, some of us don't. So it's actually really important. The do's would be like, of course, all of us know that wash your hands every time using a sanitizer. Make sure you bathe frequently. Mm -hmm. uh, when, uh, and especially if you're sneezing and you're coughing, make sure you're wearing a mask. A lot of people still don't do that out there mm -hmm. stay away at least i mean it's what currently is happening in our country we have we are on a lockdown at this point mm -hmm. so the i stay away from people uh, social distancing is key right now i i mean we can't stress the importance of it more that you have to keep a distance from people mm -hmm. uh, i think one more thing is that when you buy stuff Make sure that you are disinfecting the stuff before you bring it home and use it or whatever not. Mm -hmm. um, do be careful with kids. I know it's tough with children when you have children and you have kids. They will move around and all that. So uh, that would be tough. So, But be careful with children. Yep. If you are sick, stay home. Do stay home. Do wear a mask. If you are, if you are sick, if you're not feeling well, if you're under quarantine, please do. Uh, and it's extremely important to add one more thing is that uh, do control your stress level because uh, mm -hmm. as we know, them is important. Yeah. And if you are stressed, your immune system is compromised. 
So I know this current situation, the anxiety of the situation itself, the crisis and everything could cause a lot of stress. Mm -hmm. And we need to be able to manage that stress so that our immune system does not get uh, compromised in this whole process. Mm. I think those are excellent points. And, and yeah, go on. Yeah, so uh, another key thing that I feel that all of us should uh, is, I mean, don't be ignorant of the situation. Mm. Currently, this is, let's be aware of what's going on. Keep ourselves informed. Mm -hmm. A lot of people are, uh, sadly, uh, they are still ignorant. Mm. They believe that probably that this might not happen to them or whatever not. So uh, please don't be ignorant of the situation. Take this seri seri situation very seriously. Hmm. Do your uh, health care. Take care. Be hygienic. Be uh, safe. Be clean. It's, all this is very important at this point in time. Hmm. I think those are excellent points, Lavanya. And uh, through your responses, I also picked up on a few concerns that you have about members of the general public, they are they're still ignorant, uh, for the lack of better words, and they're also resisting all the, all the, all the requirements, or you know, in this case, the recommendations for good personal hygiene during this time. So why do you think people are so, so resistant or maybe even reluctant to follow through with all these good habits during the outbreak period? I think that's related to a myth that people believe that uh, they think that uh, one is they feel uh, this might not happen to me kind of situation mm. or this might not happen to my family members, this will not happen to me or that's one myth that pro they probably believe. Second would be probably that uh, also if it happens, it happens to me, so what? It's okay. Uh, mm. It doesn't matter. I have to have it. If Corona means Corona, that's it. Oh that's yeah, we heard that. of that. <laughs> yeah, we've seen that video. Yes. Exactly. If I get it, I get it. Yes, but that's actually people have got to realize that if you get it and your immune system can fight it off and you become fine, well and good, but you would be spreading it to other people. Mm. That is true. That is true. I think uh, there needs to be a greater consideration and awareness that it really isn't just about you. It's about the people around you, your friends and family members who could actually catch on the, the virus from you and from you not taking the responsibility to distance yourself. So, uh, Lavanya? Yeah. Yes, I think, sorry. All right, uh, we're just checking on the connection there. You can hear me all right, yes? Yes, uh, did it become, did you get me? Uh, yes, I did. All right, so uh, maybe we'll just move on and expand on that. We have covered a little bit on the do's of good personal hygiene during this time. Are there certain things mm. that we really should not be doing during this time in terms of personal hygiene? Okay, the really should not be doing is one, like I said earlier, don't be ignorant. And of course, uh, I mean, in a more simpler tone, don't touch your eyes, mouth, nose and mm. face with your hands. That's how it spreads through mm. a droplets, something which has this, the droplets which have these viruses and then it could spread to you. Mm. Don't visit elderly and uh, people, I mean, even if you are not showing symptoms, I think it's safer to uh, keep elderly and uh, people who are with weak immune system safe. So if possible, keep the visits minimum mm -hmm. uh, to elderly and people with weaker immune systems. And um, I mean, if healthcare facilities, 
is and everything and all that if it's not necessary please i mean do not there's no need to visit at this point in time uh yeah i think for basics are that those are the basics for in in that sense great thank you um I just want to touch on the, the the symptoms that you mentioned just a while ago, and there's a lot of conflicting information about what we should be on the lookout for. I think some of our friends as well, um, you might know some of them actually, they're getting a little bit worried because they, oh, you know, I have a sore throat or my nose is runny. So really, what what are the signs and symptoms of this, of this virus that we should really pay attention to and then get ourselves checked uh, if we have them? Yeah, at this point in time, I think yeah, all of us have that fear in us and that anxiety in us if we have, because of what we hear, a flu, when we sneeze once or we have a slight throat uh, pain or whatever not, we think that we actually have the symptoms or whatever not. So, mm -hmm. of course, uh, body temperature, uh, body aches, cough, uh, nasal congestion or running nose, sore throat, and especially shortness of breath, as in like if you are... Uh, sitting down and you are having difficulty just breathing, a normal mm. breathing, that already major sign, that's already like signs for you to uh, take into consideration already. And um, yeah, you have got to present the symptoms and the symptoms are very similar to flu. So there yep. could be that condition of yeah, whether do I have slight sneeze and maybe yes, I need to go in and run and get tested, but it doesn't work that way. If you do present symptoms and all that, you got to quarantine yourself first. And they do say that 13 days, actually, it takes 13 days to actually the symptoms to present itself. Mm. If you virus as well. So, uh, yeah, be mindful of these symptoms and watch yourself. And if you do feel that you have shortness of breath or whatever, not in that most severe condition, then maybe yes, mm. you need to go seek medical attention. Mm. All right. Thank you. And uh, in relation to doing this, this partial lockdown, it might be a full lockdown, we're, we're not sure, but there are concerns about food, our dietary intake, what we should eat, what we should avoid. So I was wondering whether you could shed some light on that in terms of what's a good diet like and what we should be having more of uh, if, say, it's in the interest of our immune system and, say, in, in, the, you know, in the interest of our long-term health, what should we be eating more of and what should we be avoiding during this time? Okay, so given that it's a lockdown period, I mean, um, we want to, uh, of course, as you correctly mentioned, build our immune system. And second of all, because it's a lockdown period, we are confined within our homes. So uh, you want to reduce, and we're already going through anxiety and anxiousness. So you want to reduce that restlessness effect that you have. You mm -hmm. want to reduce that, be reducing not smoking and uh, reducing coffee maybe things like chocolate or sugar that can give you get you hyper mm -hmm. reducing uh, salt intake all this that can actually increase your pressure this kind of stuff that you want to actually reduce because you are currently in housebound so mm -hmm. your <clears throat> and your mental state is also quite anxious so you want to reduce that restlessness effect mm. and you want to build in system so uh, vitamin c is especially important supplements as in like your multivites and fish oil does help as well mm. uh, to increase your immune system. And of course, I mean, Indians have their herbs and everything and all that that they take. 
uh, turmeric powder and all that stuff that they have in their food. I'm sure uh, Chinese do too and Malays as well. So whatever helps that the traditional things that work for you, it's not going to give you an immediate effect, but it would probably help. We do not know how long this is going to go on. So uh, in the long run, if you start taking, it could help build your immune system. Mm-hmm. And of course, vegetables and a lot of water. Right, vegetables, lots of water, vitamin C, supplements, and a cut down on, I think what I gather was like stimulants such as um, alcohol and coffee and too much sugar. Is that right? Yeah, so that would, it gives you that restless effect. So it makes you more anxious. Mm. So you want to reduce So yeah. Right. And uh, do you have something to say about the supposed cures or preventive measures uh, we've been hearing things about warm water. We've been hearing things about gargling your mouth with salt, with ginger, with lemon. And there's no shortage of ideas or suggestions as to what yep. we should be having. I was wondering whether you could shed a little bit of light on that. Yeah, I mean, all these uh, remedies which uh, we take for normal flu, uh, we also do that, right? In a normal flu, when we have flu, we also say, okay, gargle when you have sore throat, they say gargle with salt water. When you have like uh, salt throat pain, they say, okay, take lemon and honey, water, those kind of things. So it's, it's normal re- remedies that we actually use for flu. And yep, all this can uh, work, but whether it kills the virus, the coronavirus or not, is totally another story. The research, scientists and researchers are still researching on this. Mm. There is no if that uh, whether hot weather kills the virus or whether anything hot like hot water or whatever kills it there is no definitive uh, answer to this as yet mm. we definitely much better right now we'd all be thankful the reason we are all there's so much of uncertainties is because we are all it's all this is not clear yet we are not sure right. so it's no harm doing this stuff trying this stuff and doing it but to say whether it's a definitive cure that is not proven as yet and we can't answer that question yet. Mm. I suppose this goes back as well to the, the, the explanation for why people can tend to be a little bit complacent or ignorant and that if they assume that such remedies actually do work to kill the virus, then they're going to be taking less precautionary measures themselves in terms of their behaviours. They're not going to be practising social distancing, for instance, if they think that the virus will just go away if they drink warm water. Very true. I have met a lot of uh, people who actually think that I'm taking a certain herb or I'm taking something that so I'll be fine and it's not going to affect me kind of situation. Yep, mm-hmm. I have had that's actually true. People do, it does have an impact and they actually go out and they don't practice social distancing. So yes, there is a connection there. Mm, okay, and it is worrying. Uh, maybe just, uh, you know, just, just as we move towards the the remaining bit of our session here today, if you could just share some tips on, I know we talked a lot about physical health and what to eat, what to avoid. I was wondering if you could maybe share a few points on how to take care of our mental health uh, during this time. Right, mental health as, um, yeah, currently we are in a lockdown period. So uh, we are great. It's tough for a lot of people and especially for extroverted people. But then again, I think for introverted people as well, it's, it's, it's a tough situation right now. No, oh, let, so, uh, let me assure you it is. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine how much more difficult it is for you, Lovanya? 
yeah, being an extrovert myself, yeah, so yeah, it's but we got to keep, uh, I mean, and especially when you scroll social media and everything and you listen to news and all that, sometimes it can be quite disheartening and uh, about what's going on with people and the rate of this situation and everything and all that. So, yep, how do we keep our mental health going, keep it positive? One good way, actually, a few good ways are... Stay connected with your loved ones. I mean, we do not have to physically meet somebody in order to be connected. Nowadays, technology has improved a lot. So there is Skype, there is Zoom, there is so many things. There is WhatsApp, there is everything. You can actually video call, you can conference call, you can do anything. Stay connected with your loved ones, your family, your friends. The support is needed and you need that support at this point in time. So that's one, please stay connected. It's one way to actually keep you going. Mm -hmm. And uh, I would say uh, exercise, physical activity, mm -hmm. do some exercise. Even if you're housebound, do something, do some physical activity because we know that physical activity actually releases uh, hormones. Mm -hmm. uh, hormones in your body, neurotransmitters, and that neurotransmitters will probably help in reducing your anxiousness or anxiety or your stress level that you feel about this situation. So exercise, keep yourself moving. Mm -hmm. That note, you probably also can do some expressive activities. Uh, when I mean expressive activities, it can be drawing, it can be painting, something that you always wanted to do, anything like a jigsaw puzzle or you wanted to do uh, something that just makes you happy and takes your mind off the situation uh, at this current situation, just for a few, even if it's for a few minutes, mm, you can right. do something that takes your mind off this current situation. Um, any activity, martial arts, dancing, singing, music, playing an instrument, whatever that you can do indoors. There's there's a million things that you can do in your indoors. Just Google it. Mm. Uh, try out any of these activities and all that, and just take your mind. It's like uh, rejuvenating your mind. Your mind is currently going through this whole roller coaster of stress and tension and anxiety. Yep, so yep. maybe your mind of it and do something else that actually uh, helps you to, gives you the resilience to actually deal with this current situation. Because when you do something expressive, something good, it releases the happy, what we call the happy hormones or the happy neurotransmitters. And then you would feel it gives you that resilience to deal with the what we are going through right now. And maybe get some sunlight, go and stand in your balcony and get some. We're all indoor right now. So maybe yep. <laughs> go and stand outside and get some sunlight with some vitamin D would be good for you as well. Mm. I think that's something that you can, a little that you can do to... It's a crisis. Currently, it's a crisis and something that we are going through. It is, we are going to the global and hopefully it's not an everyday thing. So it's justified, whatever that you feel. So it's, but I think it's the little that we can do to help ourselves in this situation. Right. And um, just before we go, just as a final question, what have you personally found helpful, beneficial uh, in occupying your time, keeping your mind off the current situation outside? Uh, maybe one particular activity that you would recommend and did you personally find helpful? I dance. Oh, uh, yeah, so of course. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so I make sure I, I dance in the mornings for uh, even not for long, for at least 
it's about 20 minutes or half an hour i make sure mm. i dance so that at least at least it gives me that okay get up you have a routine and you get up and you dance and then you get to your work and you get to do your thing so mm. it's some it's something that keeps you uh refreshed or keeps you going so yeah mm. that's what i do right and, and then yep go on then with my friends yeah and being an extrovert please let me add that being connected with friends is extremely important important to me so i skype i i skype with them i mm-hmm. have a conference with them i chat i do whatever it is to stay connected with friends mm-hmm. friends and family so that and it also gives me a sense of security that everyone is doing okay everyone is doing safe so i feel yeah. a bit more in the situation Excellent suggestions, Lavanya. I especially like your tip. And if you've not heard a recommendation for dancing before, but you're the first, and I think it gives a whole new meaning to saying that dance like no one's watching because right now, really, no one's watching, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Dancing uh, is yeah. yourself. It's to make you actually feel better. So mm-hmm. dance for yourself in this situation. Absolutely. We'll take that point into... We'll take that advice in and uh, maybe we'll, we'll, we'll get past this entire pandemic situation and pick up a couple of nice, cool dance moves by the end of it all. <laughs> hopefully. That's hopefully. Lavanya Silveranan, thank you so much for joining us here today for the podcast. I hope you're keeping well. We wish you all the best for your friends and your family as well. And on behalf of everyone from the Department of Psychology, we hope that you are keeping well too. Remember to tune in for the next podcast. I'll tell you what it is about, uh, but you'll be hearing updates very soon and very shortly. And so until then, we hope that you're keeping well. We wish you all the very best as you keep within your own households right now during this COVID-19 partial lockdown period. You'll hear again from me soon. This is Eugene T from the Department of Psychology signing off. We'll be seeing you, oh, you'll be hearing from us rather uh, in a bit. Thank you and keep safe. You've been listening to the Empowering Lives Podcast, brought to you by the Department of Psychology at HELP University, Malaysia, the University of Achievers. For more information about HELP University, visit www.help.edu.my and learn about our world-class programs and mental health services. Thank you for listening. And remember, together we can empower each other to build rich and meaningful lives driven by purpose, vision, and values.